the earthly realm where it is to where we are. That will be brought to us by the power of the Almighty God. As we heard in uh, the recap from um, Tuesday's message that the Spirit of the Lord gave us, we need to be people who are led by the Lord God Almighty. And we need to be people who yield ourselves to the leading of God Almighty. If Noah's wife and his children, they all did their own thing, saying that I hear from God too and do opposite things, only Noah would have entered the ark. But that hearing what the Lord is saying through the God-appointed leadership that God has placed and following it and doing nothing more and nothing less will place such people in the path of victory, in the path of blessings, and in the path of contentment. May God help us to understand the depths of obedience, the depths of humility, the glory of humility and the glory of submission, the glory of following. That's what will keep us in the safe zone. If you don't follow your GPS, if you don't follow your signs that have been posted, if you don't follow the traffic rules, if you don't follow your state and the federal rules, you can lose your life, you can go to jail, you can you can incur tremendous loss. So, learning to follow is a skill in itself. It actually shows how mature a person is. The more they are humble, the more they obey. The more they follow, it actually shows to what extent they have the understanding of the importance and the blessing and the glory of obedience and submission following the shepherd. So when you look at the eight people who entered into the ark, seven received the instruction from God through Noah who heard from God and they all did word for word that which God spoke to Noah and that which Noah conveyed to them. That oneness is very important. All those who believed in what the Lord said through Moses and did whatever God spoke through Moses were the ones who entered into the promised land. All those who believed what God spoke through Joshua, all those who did what God spoke through Joshua were the ones who entered into the blessings of God and the inheritance that the Lord had. All those who did whatever they had to do, like how Achan did, did not enter into the blessing of God, even though the promise was there, even though the inheritance was there, even though 
they came through the Red Sea, Achan's family, even though they had received all the miracles that the Lord had given to them in the wilderness and saw the glory of God, the pillar of fire, the pillar of cloud, they all had the same experience. But that one family did not inherit. And as a result of that one family, there were others who also died. When Israel went to battle against the city of Ai. It's very important. Following all the way to the end is important. Hey, I was a good follower for some time and now I didn't, now I'm not following or yesterday I didn't follow. Uh, it's not a good thing because it'll cost you. Sometimes it can cost you your eternity. So a good follower is one who has wisdom. A good follower is one who has wisdom. I want to repeat as the Holy Spirit wants me to. A person who will be in a state of blessing or in a constant state of blessing without being taken out or having taken out or having oneself take themselves out is a place of humility and submission to God and the godly leadership, servants of God, God is placed over them. He leads me to green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Who are the ones who go to green pastures and who are the ones who go to still waters? Who are the ones who get all those things? The ones who follow. Not the ones who say, hey, shepherd, I know there's a green pasture here. Hey, shepherd, I know that there's still water here. I think you are taking the longer route and and I know a shortcut here. You know, let's go. That would be a disaster. We have to know that God in his wisdom has placed shepherds after his heart. To lead the sheep, not to follow the sheep. To lead the sheep to where God wants to lead. And so staying within the fold is one thing. And then having the wisdom to listen and follow 100% is another thing. Achan and his family, they were in Israel. They were with the people of God. They were right in the midst of the children of Israel. They were in the fold. But did they follow what they were told? No. He can send his family, send with him. No one had the integrity to speak up and say, hey, Aiken, you're doing a very dumb thing and look what's going to happen to all of us because if you, we are not going to partake in your foolishness. If someone would have taken a stand in Aiken's family, had the wisdom to do that, then those people would have been spared. But the entire family got wiped out, even though they were within the fold of God. So being in the fold is one thing. But being in the fold and doing what you are told to do And not doing what you're told not to do, which equals following 
will keep a person in a place of inheritance. If you want inheritance, then we have to be where the inheritance is. Then we need to be people who are qualified for that. You can go to a job interview, having a high school or not having a high school diploma and say, I'm here for a neurosurgeon's position or I'm here, you know, for a high court or a Supreme Court judge's position or I'm here for an astronaut's position or even I'm here for a medical school seat. doesn't work that way in the earthly realm. Why in the world will we think anything otherwise when it comes to the kingdom of heaven? We've heard this many times. What we put in is very important because the output is going to be based on what you put in. May God speak to every single person here. Diligence before man will cause you to stand in high places before man. Diligence before God will cause you to stand in high places before God. And because you stand before God in high places, you will also stand before man in high places. But sloppiness will take a person down, the Bible says. Laziness will clothe a person with rags. That means it will make a person poor. Even what they have will be taken away. A lack of diligence, sloppiness. It's very important. When it comes to being within the fold, you can be in Noah's family, but you don't do what Noah tells you to do. You're not going to enter into the ark. You can be within the fold of Israel, but if you don't do what Joshua tells you to do, then you are not going to get any inheritance. What happens then? What happens to leaving Egypt? Yes, it's the grace of God. God broke you free from slavery. It's the grace of God. God brought you out because at that point you applied the blood of the lamb and you ate the bitter herbs and you did what you were told to do. So what kept you in the fold and kept you from being kicked out? What kept you in? What kept them in? Think about that. Following. As long as they followed, they were in. It's like this. As long as you breathe, you are alive. The moment you stop breathing, you are dead. When the breath is gone, when you can't breathe at all, when your heart stops beating, you're pronounced dead. You're pronounced dead. But that which keeps you alive it's that beating heart the heart that's beating make sure continues to beat make sure you do what you have to do 
not eat all the wrong food and clog all the arteries and and get yourself sick and say, oh God, do a miracle for me, have mercy on me and expect a supernatural miracle to boom, happen. It won't. Because there are consequences always that will be there. For our foolishness, deliberate, presumptuous sins. You have a payday for that. No one can escape that. So we must understand that we can be in Israel. Without that, following, doing that which God has told you to do, you'll be a failure. Not only will you be a failure, you'll cause failure to the whole nation of Israel. Now, can you be become so... Can a person become filled with the devil to the extent that, well, if I'm bringing loss to the people of God, it's better I go out. You know, there are some people who think they're very smart. They speak Satan's words. They say, well, if I'm causing the church not to go forward or if I'm not causing, if I'm causing God's people to be behind and if problems are coming as a result of me, I'll just leave the church. So what are you going to do? Do like Jonah, say, throw me into the ocean, kill myself. That's how rebellious people can be. They can't shape up. They can't repent. They can't do what they need to do in order for them to be within the inheritance that God has placed so that they can live. How foolish those choices are. Yet people do that all the time. That's why hell is full. Hell is full of people who presumptuously chose death over life. Noah preached and he 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 preached. Screaming his lungs out while working so hard. Making sure everything is built the way it should be. He would have been exhausted physically. The strength from God kept him going and brought the job to a completion and took him and his family who believed in him and who worked with him, who stood with him and worked with him. They were the ones who got to inherit the ark. We need to know this. Being in means following. Otherwise, we will take ourselves out of the promised land. We'll take ourselves out of the blessings of God. Just being an Israelite or having the seed of Abraham will not give us an automatic seat in heaven. It didn't work even in the earthly realm. It didn't work. Jesus said this, oh well, you think that you came from Abraham and you got all these things? But your works are opposite to Abraham. God can produce children out of these rocks. We need to be very careful. Our testimonies have to be today's testimonies. Are we walking with God? Are we walking with God? 
yesterday's testimonies, day before yesterday's testimonies are, are good. Good. Provided today's testimonies are alive. If we don't carry a testimony, when I say testimony, I'm not talking about, well, I went to a shoe store and I got a shoe on discounts and, and I went to the clothing store and I got some clothing on discounts. Those are all good. But the real testimony is, are you living a godly life? Shooting store discounts and clothing store discounts are good if those are coming from the hands of the living God because of our walk with God. God is so pleased to give us and he gives them. So, fringe benefits cannot be made as the main blessing. The fringe benefits that we get can actually come under God's blessing only if we're living a holy life. That's when our blessings can be validated as blessings that came from God. And God help us to understand that which the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts today. We want to be like Joshua who followed Moses. Caleb who followed Moses. Two of them who entered into the promised land. The entire generation was wiped out. They took themselves out. Imagine how God was grieved. Let no one carry Egypt in their hearts. Let no one make themselves unfit by your own foolish choices. This day, become sober. Become diligent. Don't want to say the same thing for the next 30 years before we go to the grave. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. When it's all about you. All about you, Jesus. And then, after two months, or after, for some people, it's after two days. Same song. We ourselves, if you have such a pattern, should feel sick to your stomach. Sick to your stomach. I say it again, sick to your stomach. Come to a place of total surrender. When the total surrender is not there, this kind of pattern will be there. Lord, I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender all. But is it true? Is it a true surrender? All of them said, we will do what the Lord God said. That's what they said to Joshua. That's what they said to Moses. What happened to all of them who said that? What happened to them? What happened to them? No believer should become an emotionally high believer with no character on the inside. God is speaking at this hour. You'll be uh, like a popcorn at that point. 
you'll be like a cotton candy at that point. You'll be clouds without any water at that point. God is speaking at this hour. God is looking for character. God is looking for people of character. God is looking for a generation who rise up for God. Who has the character for it. Not say, we will do, Lord, we will do, Lord, we will do, Lord. But then when the doing part comes, it's a little to nothing. Or one day high and the next day. Deflated balloon. Think about your life, each and every single one here. And see where you stand before God. And see what needs to be done. And get to the root of it. Get to the root of it. When you have a physical disease, how people are so keen on treating it, especially if that will affect you from going to your workplace, you're going to your job and getting your paycheck, paying your rent. That's it. The whole world comes to a standstill. We need to take care of this so we can pay our rent or so that we can pay our mortgage so that we can pay our electric bill because you know that that'll get shut off. Oh, we need that. We need heat in the house. We need a roof over our head. Meanwhile, the soul is in pathetic state. Sick. Not properly covered. Only half what it takes to cover that soul because the soul has been neglected for too long. God is speaking to our hearts today. Take care of your soul. We've heard this in our church many, many times. More than your physical needs, the needs pertaining to your soul is the most important thing. Same thing goes for your kids. More than preparing them for this world, we need to prepare them for heaven. If we're not doing that, we're actually doing a disservice to our children. In order for that to happen, you need to prepare yourself for heaven. If your priorities are wrong, guess what? The kids will be exactly a copy of you. Exactly a copy of you. And as we see in the Bible, as they get older, they'll become worse than you. Integrity at the core Humility at the core, we've heard this many times. Diligence and sincerity at the core. Truly loving God with all our hearts, not just lip service, but heart service. We'll show what kind of a follower we are on a scale of 1 to 10. Where we stand before God. Are we like Noah? 
Are we like Noah's wife and Noah's sons, Noah's daughters-in-law, who had the wisdom to listen and follow? They had the wisdom. I said this before, and I will say it again as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Those who have true faith will have true wisdom. You cannot separate them both. They come from God. Those who truly walk with God will have true faith and true wisdom. Because the spirit of God is the spirit of wisdom and spirit of faith. When the faith from God comes in, the wisdom from God will also come in. Teaching a person how to live in the crooked and perverse generation. Teaching how to obey. That wisdom of God was in Noah. From Noah to his wife to his sons and to the daughters-in-law who came into the house. Look at that. In the midst of such a wicked world where the Bible says every thought in their head, every imagination was so wicked. In that generation, during that time period, Noah's sons had the wives who had faith to believe. God provided godly spouses who would listen to Noah, would listen to Noah's sons, would listen to Noah's wife when she listened to Noah. So that all of them made it in. Very important. Very important. And there are people who are anxious all the time. Oh, this world is so bad. I don't know who I'm going to marry. I don't think we'll have any godly person in here. Well, and that shows foolishness. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to, you know, do this. And that shows Foolishness again, because when a person thinks that they are God, they actually blurt out foolishness. A prudent wife comes from God. You don't produce. God brought Eve to Adam. Those who walk with God, God being the father, will bring the right person at the right time when they are ready for it, when they are in every way ready for it. No parent in their right mind would give car keys to a child who say, I'm ready, I can drive. I've seen you drive and I've heard you drive and I've watched videos on that and I played video games on that and I know all the signals and I've gone with you from the day I was in your car. A fool will give his car keys to an 8-year-old, 9-year-old, 12-year-old, even 13-year-old, even 14-year-old. There's a reason why they have age limit to even get the learner's permit. Wisdom is necessary. God brings to those who walk with him and show him the maturity. At that time, God will bring. He'll know that you won't destroy yourself and you won't destroy the next person. 
So it's important to focus on maturing. There are people who don't mature, full of immaturity, don't grow, will not grow, but they want all big things in the world. I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to... Jesus said this, take care of today's business. Take care of today's business. Look at yourself today, see where you are, and do what you have to do. That means whatever food God has given to you, now eat that. Whatever schoolwork you've been given, do that. Learn your ABCs if that's where you are. Learn your phonics where you are, if that's where you are. Learn your spelling where you are, depending on whichever grade you are. Learn that and pass that so you can go to the next one. Learn your sentence structure. Learn your numbers. Learn your formulas. Learn what you have to learn today so that you can handle the next thing for tomorrow. Don't worry about geometry and trigonometry and say, oh, my sister is studying this and she's in 11th grade and she's doing this. And my brother is in college and he's doing this and calculus and, and you don't even know how to do simple addition. That's foolishness. Follow the principles that Jesus has laid up for you right in front of you. Don't think about tomorrow. Why will you think about tomorrow if you have not mastered today? Look at yourself where you are today. See what's lacking. Work on it. When you perfect what you lack now, then what you need to learn and the other areas that you need to perfect will be shown for you the next day. And the grace for that will be given for you the next day. Before you lay the foundation for a house, If you start talking about the roof and you start talking about everything that comes after the structure is laid will be foolishness. You need to work on what you need to work on today. Leaving the foundation, going and trying to work on the rest is not going to be good. A lot of times it will cause more damage and more loss. Have you assembled some things without looking at the manual? You look at the beginning part and you think that you can do it. You don't need the manual. Put the manual away and start doing. You get stuck somewhere and you have to unscrew the whole thing and redo. And you think, oh, I should have looked at the manual. Over Estimating one's capacity and underestimating one's weakness will cause disaster, spiritual disaster, and physically. But your soul comes first. So if you don't take care of your soul, if you don't put God first, and if the consistency in putting God first is not there. Then it's high time 
every single person here makes that your priority and shape up. Shape up. Important. Shape up. God is speaking at this hour. Take the word of God seriously. Take the voice of the Holy Spirit seriously. Take following God seriously. Take care of your soul because your soul will live forever. And the health of your soul will determine the health of your body. Do you know that? The health of your soul will determine the health of your future. Do you know that? The health of your soul will determine the health of your generation. Do you know that? May God help you to understand. Noah and his family entered into the ark because no one knew how to follow God. And his wife, his sons and daughters-in-law knew how to follow Noah who followed God. If that pattern is not established, then we say, yeah, I hear from God too and I know what to do when, yeah, Noah says something, but I hear something too. And you do your own thing. At the end, you'll see the result. You won't be in the ark. What's so wrong about taking that which is cursed? What's so wrong about it? There's nothing wrong about it. God said, don't touch the things from the city. Don't touch it, said the leader. But why should I listen to what Joshua said? Why? Why should I listen? We went there and we fought there and we got the victory. I was one among them who got the victory. I fought the battle and I was one of them who brought victory for the people of God here. And rightfully, this is something that is there. This is the spoil that is there. I will take this. Who's Joshua to tell me not to take this? Why should I listen to Noah? We all have our own connection with God. Why should I listen to Joshua? I feel that I should take this. Well, if Joshua sees it's trouble, I'll just hide it from Joshua. We'll just hide it here. We can make use of it. Joshua doesn't know how to really prosper with the spoil that God has given. We can take it. At least our family can profit from it. Now be very careful with the voice of the white serpent. Be very careful with the voice of the white serpent. Which will carry pride, which will carry arrogance, which will carry disobedience, which will carry self. Which will say, I know everything. I know what to do. I know how to handle this. I hear from God too. Anytime the voice of God comes clearly through the knowers that God has placed in your life. Through the Joshua's that God has placed in your life. Through the Moses that God has placed in your life. Through the Elijah's that God has placed in your life. Through the Elisha's that God has placed in your life. Through the John the Baptist God has placed in your life. Whoever God has placed you under. When you go opposite to that. All you come with like bright ideas. To go opposite to what God has established. Know that. At that point, you are led by Lucifer. 
led by Lucifer. So be very careful. If you don't want loss, if you don't want eternal loss, that's the most important thing. If you don't want spiritual loss, which will reflect in every other area. If you don't want what happened to Aiken happened to you. Make sure you go after the things of God, not after the things of this world. You go after the things of the world, you lose eternity. You lose your promised land. You lose all the promises of God. Every word that God has spoken, every prophecy, every promise, all those will become invalid. Very important. Achan had the promise from God to inherit the promised land. Achan's wife had the promise from God to inherit the promised land. Achan's family had the promises from God to inherit the promised land directly from Moses' mouth, from Joshua's mouth. What happened to her? What happened to his wife? What happened to his entire family? No one had the integrity to stop and say, what in the world are we doing? No one had that integrity. That's why the entire family went down the drain. God is speaking to our hearts today. Make sure you have integrity in your life. When you know that someone is going wrong, someone is going on the wrong path in your family. Make sure you have the integrity to say, what you're doing is wrong. I will not partner with you. Don't be like Ananias and Sapphira. Don't be like Ananias and Sapphira. God is speaking at this hour. Oh, Ananias and Sapphira, they were saved. They were saved. They were brought into the family of God. Oh, they had the eternal inheritance. What happened to them? What in the world happened to them? They were part of the early church in the book of Acts. What happened to them? We must be very careful. Be loyal to the living God. Be true to yourself. Be true to God. God is speaking today. Be careful. Be careful. Be a worshiper of God not a self-worshipper. Whatever is hidden will be revealed, says the Holy Spirit. Whatever is done in the dark will be brought out to the light, says the Holy Spirit. It is important to be true. Whatever is in the secret will be brought out to the open, says the Lord God Almighty. It's only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. Before Aiken was brought out, before his wife was brought out, before his entire family was brought out. It's only a matter of time. Before 
Ananias and Sapphira were brought out. Well, they were not fake believers to begin with. They truly believed, just like Achan. If they were fake, then they wouldn't have made it thus far. Achan and his family made it all the way to Jericho, all the way. What happened? Don't give room to the devil. Oh, Adam and Eve had the garden. You've heard this many times before. God is bringing again to our church. Never think that. Well, I can do what I want to do. I won't be found out. I can do what I want to do. This is where the Spirit of God is working very powerfully. God will bring to light that which is hidden. Never think that, well, when God brings to light, it's okay. I'll just say, I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. God sees that too. Adam and Eve were forgiven by God. Did they get the Garden of Eden back? No. Did they get the Garden of Eden back? No. I've spoken about this, taught about this many times before, many, many times. There are specific blessings Satan will come after. Esau lost his birthright. Did he get after that? No. He forfeited his birthright. He forfeited his blessing. Because it was not important for him. Anytime you despise that which God has given to you, when it's taken away from you, it will not come back. Always remember this. Don't take the things of God for granted. Do not despise God. Do not despise what God has given. Don't give ear to Lucifer. When you give ear to Lucifer, you send a very strong signal to God. I will not listen to you. I don't trust you. I listen to Satan because I trust in Lucifer. Be very careful. Anytime you put anything about God, you send a very strong, clear signal to God. I despise you, God. I despise your work. I despise what you've given me. And I am an earthly-minded person, and I will run after the things of this world. You send a very strong signal to God. Be very careful. Don't take God for granted. Don't take the things of God for granted. Noah's family was very different from the rest of the world. Hey, all of you, get jealous about Noah's family? Go ahead. It's not going to do a thing to Noah or his family. All of them got in the ark. Every single person outside of Noah's family had the same opportunity. Noah preached to the rest of the world exactly what he preached to his family. Seven believed in him. The rest did not. Whose fault is it? Oh, 
Noah's family is so privileged because they're all in Noah's family. Noah's wife is so privileged because she gets to be with Noah and hear directly from Noah's mouth because he hears from God. Oh, Noah's sons are so privileged because they are living right with Noah. They hear from God directly. Oh, the daughters and Oh, so privileged. Look, they are right in their home and look all the things that they receive. Oh, really? With what was given to the rest of the world, the same thing was given to his family, was given to the rest of the world. What did they do? What did they do with it? What did they do with it? Despised it. The difference here is not family, not family. The dis, the, Truth here is, the difference here is, who treasured it and who despised it? Who treasured it and who despised it? Noah's family treasured it. The rest of all those who heard despised it. May that not be the case here. Oh, I wish I was there. Oh, I wish I was in their house. Oh, I wish I was in Pastor Kirby's house. Oh, I wish I was the children. Oh, I wish you know, I was their spouse. All kinds of nonsense. Satan will bring to who? Disobedient people. Be faithful in what God has given to you. You hear a message from the same messenger who gives the same message to those who are inside and around? Be smart enough to take it. Be smart enough to take it. Be among those who will enter in. Be among those who will enter in. It's not about whether you are Noah's family or you are Noah's Noah's next door neighbor. Doesn't matter. The word of God that came to Noah was the same, same word that was given to those who were inside the house and those who were around him. Those who believed, they did the work. They showed God that what you have said matters to me. And what they do, they left everything. They said, this is my main thing. And they started working. This is my focus. They put everything on hold because this was the most important thing they believed in the message of the flood they believed in the destruction that is coming they believed in what God had spoken to Noah the message that came through him because they believed they all entered in who? those who believed and it happened to be Noah's family. God is speaking to our hearts today. God is speaking to our hearts today. Two people. Two people entered into the promised land. Joshua and Caleb. Out of all the people. Same message they heard. Same pillar of cloud they saw. Same pillar of fire they saw. Same Red Sea through which they came. Same manner they all ate. Same experience they all experienced. But two had the faith to be diligent, to listen to what the servant of God said and longed for the 
presence of God and believed what was told and followed through with it. They became mighty men of God. And their children inherited the promised land along with them. You see Caleb's daughter receiving from Caleb inheritance. Why? Why? Because she also proved herself to be worthy, a woman of faith, walked in the footsteps of her father, who walked in the footsteps of Moses, the servant of God. Be very careful. Be very careful. Do not take God for granted. The today you have, you will not have tomorrow. The tomorrow you think you have, you will have, you may not have that tomorrow. So be smart. Let first things be first. Let first things be first. Be wise. Be wise. Be wise. God is speaking at this hour. Be wise. Be wise. And those who are wise will enter in. Those who are wise will enter in. We're going to pray now. I want every single one to pray with one heart, with one mind. Offer to God yourselves first. Offer to God yourselves first. I want to say that again. Offer to God yourselves first. Let the Spirit of God do a work.